Hey everyone, a nerd named Mark here, and this is going to be a review video. It's been a while since I've done a review of anything, um, like movie related. So this is going to be on YouTube in video format, and also on the a nerd named Mark reviews RSS feed for the podcast. It's been a while since I've put anything on there, and the kitten has a pen, and she's being really cute playing with it, and I don't want to take it from her, even though it's loud. Uh, but in this quick review... I will be going over a movie that I was excited to see. I was questioning the format. I was from what was shown in the trailers. I was kind of questioning a lot of things, but at the same time, I was like, I'm going to give it a chance. And that is Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Um, if you've listened to any of the previous podcasts that I've done, uh, me and Resident Daryl from the Loop Bros podcast, my good friend Daryl, we did a whole dive into the franchise of the films, books, manga, uh, movies, everything. We love Resident Evil. Huge fan. Um, I think Resident Evil is one of the few, uh, I don't want to say franchises. No, I will say franchise. One of the few franchises that actually kind of helped mold my love of horror and zombies. Um, I attribute Resident Evil on PlayStation, the original director's cut. I played that when I was way too young to play it. Um, I attribute Gremlins, Nightmare on Elm Street, and Child's Play. If I had to pick a fifth, I would probably have to say Night of the Living Dead. Those five really were my earliest exposure to horror as a kid. And uh, let's face it. You gotta talk about the elephant in the room. There's already been a whole multitude of Resident Evil films from Paul W. Sanderson. Uh, the first one, not bad. Uh, the second one, mm, all right, passable. Everything after that, no. No. Um, this one, though, Welcome to Raccoon City. Like, it. <sighs> I don't know if I want to talk about all the things I would have changed, but I think that's a whole nother video where I go over how I could have sal how you could salvage and save that film with some changes. And me, uh, if you listen to Lou Bro's podcast, I was on an episode with Daryl. We sat down, we broke down the movie. It wasn't a long episode, but we talked about things we liked about it, kind of what we would have changed. Uh, we you know, spoilers towards the end of it. But not through the whole thing. This is going to have spoilers. You are warned right now. Spoilers. 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 So, with the trailer, I thought we were going to get the, the game story and everything from Resident Evil 2. With maybe flashbacks to Resident Evil 1. From like the reports and documents, stuff like that. I thought that I didn't know they were going to combine 1 and 2 at the same time. Like, that was a, that was the first mistake. Um, the movie itself wasn't, like, bad in a traditional bad sense. I think the movie was short. It was, like, under two hours. It was, like, an hour 45. And nothing happened for, like, the first hour and 15 minutes, honestly. It was very weird pacing. I had to go to the bathroom because I got one of those big, because I went, I go, we go to Regal. I have the Regal Cinemas app. And I had my birthday. Because I don't know why they extended it. I think because a lot of the movie theaters were closed. So, like, I still have my birthday reward. So, you know, I did the upgrade. Got my huge Pepsi Zero Sugar. 
And, you know, by time I got through the, all the previews and then, you know, a portion of the film, I was like, ooh, Mark's got to go to the bathroom. I go, bad. Went to the bathroom, came back. It was still the same scene and nothing happened apparently. Because I've seen the movie a second time, so I know I didn't miss anything. At the time of recording this, I've seen it a second time when I first did the podcast with Don Loop Bros and the two two three three six podcast. No, I didn't. I only saw it once. I've seen it a second time, so I know I didn't miss anything. Um, this was like forty five minutes into the movie, I had to go. Uh, then about you know an hour ten minutes, and I had to go an hour fifth hour. I had to go. I went a second time, didn't miss anything, and that's kind of sad. But this movie was paced horribly. I love almost the, a lot of the one-to-one recreations of scenes from the games. Those, no issues with. Uh, even Claire, right off the bat, being like a badass. No problem. Uh, the lack of Barry, though? Mm, I had my issues with that. There was a lot of Easter eggs, like Hunk was in it. Uh, you know, a lot of stuff with Chief Irons. There was so many, like, not, like, Lisa Trevor's. Like this, and I already, I already told you the spoiler. So you know what? And it just, there was so much there for a Resident Evil video game fan that it was like, I felt bad when I left the theater that I that I had issues with it, and they weren't minor issues. Like because there were so many, I like just scenes and the set pieces and costumes and this and that were so spot on, and. It made me so happy to see it. I was like, oh my God, these are from the game. I was like, I was like that Leonardo DiCaprio meme where I'm like, ha ha, look at that. I know that. Like, I was that. But it just, poor writing, dialogue, the plot wasn't like all over the place. There were so many plot holes. Uh, Claire and Chris were in an orphanage together. The orphanage was being secretly run by Umbrella. The, um, Birkin was doing, William Birkin was doing experiments on the kids. Um, and that's it. We weren't really told anything else about it. And they were all done with flashback scenes, which took up easily over a half hour of the whole entire movie. And nothing. We got, like, they weren't, they didn't do anything. They didn't really, like, flash it out. We don't know what all the experiments, and then Claire, like, broke free somehow by pushing over these big, huge, broody dudes, like, bit one and pushed another, and he'd even fall over, and she was able to run away. And I was like, right. And apparently in this instance, she ran away. It was gone for seven or eight years, and then just comes back. Um, yeah, so that, that kind of made no sense. It wasn't really explained, like, where she went, how she escaped, what she's been doing, just that she decided to randomly now come back to Raccoon City. Um, Chris, I thought, uh, Robbie Amell, great job. He looked the part and seeing him in the OG nineties, Resident Evil one, Chris Redfield got like outfit. Whew. I was like, that's so accurate. I was like, I'm that, that outfit. I was like, that's so good. And he stole the show with a lot of his action sequences in the mansion anyways. Um, but it just kind of sucked because, like, every time we got scenes, like, in the mansion with him fighting, it's, like, I think it was, like, Gun Tana or I don't know what it's called. But basically, black screen, every time he's shooting, dodging this and that, the muzzle from the 
shot of the gun would light up the scene. Looked so good. Filmed really good. Um, I like the action sequence. Like, he killed it in most of the scenes he was in. And I just wish there was more. Like, this is where the point where it's like, this should have been, like, there should have been two movies. You should not combine one and two. Like, if you're gonna, the movie needs to be longer. And you don't need to waste 30 plus minutes on flashbacks. Because the flashbacks did nothing for Chris either. Just that he kind of lied and kind of kissed Birkin's ass a bit. But that's about it. Um, Casting, you know, Wesker, not bad. They kind of made him the dumb, broody character for money. And they kind of had Jill. Um, I don't know. Jill was kind of weird because, you know, there's a scene where Wesker has his Palm Pilot. And, you know, he's about to go to the Umbrella Facility to steal the TMG virus. And, you know, Jill's like, we got to go help our friends, blah, blah. And he's like, I got to go. And he went. And then, like, she was so overly emotional and over the top when she bumped into Chris saying, Wesker betrayed us. I can't believe it. And I'm sitting there like, dude, he just kind of went down a tunnel. You could have went with him. And he didn't really do anything but to betray you because he didn't start any of this. Like, so I was just, like, kind of confused on to why it was so, so much of a betrayal, you know? It just didn't make any sense to me. Um, the actors played Jill, did a good job. Um, the lack of characters like Barry, which I brought up, like, no Barry. So, and I feel like he's such a good character. Because the downside to me is if they're going to create their own world, they don't have to do a one-to-one remake of these, the games. But, like... I don't know how you're going to introduce Barry later on unless he's a totally different character than what he would be in the games. But then again, I don't, I honestly don't, I don't wholeheartedly think that we're going to get a sequel to welcome to raccoon city. This might be just a one and done. Um, I don't see how, um, even with the stinger during the, the, the trip, the credits, like, I just don't see a viability of making a second movie right now for this. Like, I don't see this getting a proper sequel. Because, spoilers, Raccoon City is destroyed by the end of this movie. So it's like, so what, you're going to jump right into Resident Evil 4? You can't because you made Leon Kennedy the butt of every joke in this movie. He was shit on by every character. They made him, like, even if he's a rookie, they could have, like, you know... There's there, there's normal hazing for rookies and this and that, like teasing and this and that. And then there's like completely shitting on and just demeaning a character. And that's every scene Leon Kennedy is in. He is not comic relief. He is literally the butt of every joke. And it's not meant to be, ha-ha, we're laughing together. It's no, ha-ha, we're laughing at you. And I don't know how you diminish and ruin such an iconic character. And this is coming from someone who does not like Resident Evil 4. I'm not a fan of Leon Kennedy at all. Like, I don't hate him or anything. I just, I, out of all the games and playing them, like, I care more about Chris, Claire, freaking Jill, like, Rebecca Chambers. Like, all these other characters I like more than Leon Kennedy. And even I was like, while watching the movie, started feeling bad for a fictional character because of how much he was just getting doo-dooed on 
he it was just every scene he had no and okay so if you're gonna do a movie and you're gonna like treat a character like this they have to have their redeeming moment where they shine he had no shine at the end he had a rocket launcher and even then they're kind of like really a rocket launcher and kind of gave him that look like fuck you like you're stupid you know it's he didn't have his heroic moment to like brush off the stigma that he's a dumb rookie cop and that's what you want to do if you're going to build it up to like that you have their redeeming you have their heroic arc in the climax that's what you do this did not happen at all and it was just it was trash like i hated that like i hated almost every scene with leon kennedy in it and i do however like some of the zombie work a lot of practical effects um, I hate that there was one dog, one liquor, and two crows, and then the rest were zombies. Not enough actual like creatures, you know. Um, and you know, it just there's so much, so much just wrong. Like the 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 the, the after the third act towards the final stretch, it felt so condensed to like fifteen to twenty minutes that you. There's a lot of forgettable stuff in this movie. Like, 100%. Like, even on a second viewing, I'm like, I remember this movie now that I'm seeing, like, some of these parts again. But I was like, why was this in here? Like, all the orphanage stuff still wasn't... It wasn't needed, honestly. It's something that could have been brought up in dialogue without a flashback. And it wouldn't have taken so much time from the film. I'm curious what was cut from this that's... Like a director's cut stuff, because like there has like a lot of stuff that was cut out. There has to be stuff that was cut out because a lot of the stuff in there just kind of like filler and thrown away, but no resolve to it. Like there had to be more. Like and the fact that the lab stuff was like almost non-existent, and the TNG virus never really explained. Birkin's research of what tests he was doing never explained why he was doing the virus, making the virus this net slightly explained in like three sentences maybe it in a conversation with like Wesker and Chris and that was it um it was cool to see Sherry Birkin in there proper I think you know this is where I would have split the movie into two and I'm gonna do a whole nother video I'm gonna do a whole nother video not an audio this is audio and video but I'm gonna do a whole video breaking down what I would have changed what I would have added what I would have removed how I would have been able to turn this into two solid movies because even with the amount of time that this movie had a runtime of like you know over an hour 45 hour 50 under two hours it still could have worked i would have took there's two ways it could have went i would have took all the resident evil 2 characters and resident evil 2 stuff out of this completely and focused just on the mansion and the lab also raccoon police department they're in the raccoon police department they never explain what stars are the group why they're stars this and that none of that um was it bravo team or alpha team like them why they were at the mansion and kind of like no real explanation they're just going oh, up there for a disturbing um, a call uh and then you know they're they're in a cop car not a helicopter this time and it's just flipped over and that's it and then you see them inside basically being chomped on 
like nothing was like there was so much world building that needed to happen and they focused too much on you already should know all this stuff because you're a fan of resident evil the video games but the downside is even as a fan of the video games you did it wrong bad ex- execution poor writing and i'm hoping i'm hoping there's like a director's cut or something that like is a lot better that fixes this because as it is like i'm still gonna buy the movie on blu-ray when it comes out because i'm gonna want it in the collection but man i had so much hope for this and it just it just didn't work for me and i'm usually hopeful like i know i keep my expectations really low with video game movies but when you have something like sonic that came out was so good the fact that they already know what not to do because there's been like eight seven six or seven resident Evil movies in the past like you just look watch you should have sat down and watched all those and then be like okay i know what i'm not doing and it's any of this stuff <laughs> like i was thinking about it and i made the joke if you took the mansion scenes and some of the police station scenes and mixed it with 75 percent of the lab scenes from paul anderson's first resident Evil film that would have been a solid film just combine those two obviously the act and actresses from Welcome to Raccoon City, not that, and some of the parallels to it, like, would have been good. I just think they they made the movie feel really claustrophobic, which is cool when you're in a mansion, this and that. Like, it's not wide open spaces, no, no wide angle shots, no long this and that. It's just, it felt very claustrophobic and isolated. It's okay to do that in these type of movies. But you st- when in that case... You have to have the dialogue and the characters and the story and the plot carry it. It was not there. And that's something I'm going to drive home. And now I'm still at the the theory that we will never get. And this is my final thought on this whole entire thing. Like I said, I'll do a bigger breakdown of what I would fix, this and that, and how I, could, how I would change everything. Not everything, but some stuff. My final thought is we're never going to get a proper Resident Evil film until the script George Romero wrote in 98 gets made. We're never, like, because I don't even know what the script says. I don't even know what it is. I just know if anyone knows zombies, it was him. If anyone knows how to make a mansion film, because he had the farmhouse in Night of the Living Dead, it's him. And that movie was carried by practical effects dialogue story and characters and so many times these zombie movies and these horror films and this and that fall flat on the characters they rely on jump scares and gore and that's it in like a good music in good music whereas you know they don't focus on the characters and the atmosphere and the tone and the the conversations carrying it. That's why I always say you go back and you watch horror movies from the 40s and 50s. You're not going to get scared because they're not scary. There's people in suits and costumes and sometimes not in their black and white and this and that. But when you go and you watch it, you listen to the music they use. The, the dialogue and everything else is what sets the tone and that's what makes them so good. And we've lost... A lot of sight of that. Sadly. So, with that being said, Resident Evil, Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City 
because I can't turn off the fanboy in me. I can't, I can't ignore the good. I can't ignore the set pieces and the practical effects and just seeing those iconic scenes from the video games put on the big screen that I've been waiting for ever since what 2002 when the first Resident Evil film came out. I've been waiting so long to see some of the stuff. The truck driver grabbing the cheeseburger. You know, the the Leon Kennedy putting on the RP, the raccoon police department vest and looking like in that suit. All of them going into the mansion and then the camera pans up and they're walking up to the stairs. It's like all those scenes, the dog walking with the Birkin freaking transforming, like all those scenes, like the, the train and it, all those scenes. So good. I can't, I can't not appreciate those. So I'm going to say all together out of five stars, I'm going to give it three just because it hit those nostalgia. My fanboy right in the right spot. If the plot, the dialogue, the writing, the characters and Leon Kennedy, wasn't such ass easily could have been a four or five easily. But I don't know because I didn't do any research in this. I don't know what happened production wise that made it so this is the final product because watching all the set photos that got leaked and the trailer even in this and that you kind of were like op- we were all optimistic some of us you know we're not going to hold our breath but we we're optimistic but something happened that made this trash <laughs> like I said, oh, if it wasn't for the fanboyism trust me it'd be like a one out of five flip side so it would have been four or five out of five if they improved these things but if they took out the things that I was fanboyish about and this and that, or I wasn't so fanboyish, it's like a 1.5 at most. But fanboy. So, but yeah, if you haven't already, I still say check it out. Still check it out. Um, it's worth watching if you're a fan just to see those scenes from the games recreated on the big screen. Um, or if you have no knowledge of Resident Evil and you just want a cheesy, campy, slightly entertaining movie to watch, and you've already seen Ghostbusters, and you really can't wait to see Spider-Man, and so you want to see something in theaters? Go see Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Other than that, wait until Spider-Man comes out, or go see Ghostbusters a second time. I mean, you have options. There's a My Hero movie out in theaters. Like, There's so many other options. I should have picked the other options. But I thank you guys for watching. Let me know in the comments below what you think of Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. If you've seen it. If you haven't seen it. Obviously I was going to ask. Hey let me know why. But obviously we know why you haven't seen it. Because I've seen it. And I can completely understand why you wouldn't want to. Uh, if you're listening to this on the Nerd Name Mark Reviews podcast RSS feed. I thank you guys for listening. Leave a five star review on iTunes. Subscribe. Make sure you uh, are subscribed to whatever podcasting listening platform you're on so you know when new episodes go live because this one is not weekly like my regular podcast. So it's very sporadic when an episode might drop. There are no set schedules for it. If you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. You'll see more reviews. I'm getting back into doing those. You have all my other you know videos that I do for Toku, nerdy stuff, all that great jazz. Thank you guys for listening and watching. I will see you guys in the next episode. And this has been a Nerd Named Mark Reviews.